Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Is this our first episode of 2017? It is. We got delayed last week. Right. And also, we had the Golden Globe show. Shout out to our friends at The Watch. Yes. Chris and Andy. Thank you for having us. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you for watching. It was great. It feels like Golden Globes feel like so long ago. So much has happened since... The days they uh, the days they do, are long. Yeah, they are long. <laughs> uh, that's okay. 2017, we are we're here. We're choosing to be optimistic in this confined space. Yeah, we're sitting in like a small room. It's not that cool in here, so it's a great place to channel your optimism to make it look brighter and happier. <laughs> yeah, for a little bit anyway. That's where we are. There's some good stories that we need to touch upon though. It has been the gossip picked up. Yes, this and, year, and thankfully, really just not that Kardashian centric still. I know. I mean, she did come back. She did come back. That's true. But she has not managed to like take over the entire media universe. And I think, she, I guess, maybe she won't. I guess not. It's cool. I'm cool with it. Thank you to them for laying low. Yeah, it did. Finally, kind of the open celebrity marketplace was filled by <laughs> some new, so much news, some new players. Yeah. So let, let's get into it. Okay, so I guess we have kind of the two main ones. The mm-hmm. two are two new power couples. And we'll talk about that because what, what is, that means. Yeah, what that means. Um, Drake and J Lo. Drake and J Lo. And Selena Gomez and The Weeknd. Let's start with Selena and The Weeknd. Okay, well, first sure. of all, do you like Selena Gomez? I do. I do too. I, I was won over by her car- carpool karaoke. I really enjoyed her speech at the American Music Awards, yeah, which that was, was good. essentially her version of Fiona Apple's uh, "The World Is Bullshit." Mm-hmm. Um, she has given a number of interviews that I like over the years. I like her as a person. I would say her cultural output is uh, not as significant to me. <laughs> you didn't watch the Wizards of Waverly Place? I skipped that one. <laughs> um, Hands to Myself was one of my favorite songs, 2016. I, it was in my top five on my Spotify most played. I believe that, and I do remember that. Like my first few months in LA, we spent a lot of time it. to each other. Yeah, yeah. that it, was kind of how song. we established friendship. Yeah, no, I I like her. Um, she's not like my number one celebrity, but I, like the vibes are good. I genuinely yeah. believe that she is a person who was a child star and is like trying to figure it out and maybe make some mistakes, as we're about to uh, talk about. Yes, but um. I'm rooting for her. Me too. Also, it seems like she kind of like survived Bieber. And oh my me- God, yeah. Many do not. Yeah, that's that true. That was like probably her first like formative, formative relationship. And yeah. I think she came out the winner. I mean, she's emerged to be somewhat level-headed. She's at a level of self-awareness that I'm not sure he yeah, has. I was, yeah, I was also going to say, you know, she does speak uh, fairly openly about kind of her struggles with anxiety and mental yeah. health and like... I, it's commendable. I really, really respect that. I respect people who can be open about that and totally. talk about their struggles. So I admire her for that, uh, even as she is still, like, I think, kind of negotiating those things. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, she's still super young. She's like, what, 23? Exactly. So we are rooting for Selena Gomez. Yes. And, and we are, to that extent, I'm hoping her so-called relationship with the weekend ends soon. We are concerned. Yeah. It is a jam session alert. This is, these are bad choices. If we could intervene, we would. You know, I like I say to a lot of the younger employees at The Ringer every Friday, make good choices. Yes. Uh, Selena Gomez did not make a good choice here. No, she didn't. Um, the weekend is just like... There's, like, a group of people in my life who I just refer to, like, as sketchy friends, and they're, like, the kind of people who, like, I like, and, like, you can hang out with them, but you would never, like, want to introduce them to your parents or even, like, your real friends who, like, you wanted their respect. Entirely. Um, But sketchy friend is exactly right. I don't even, like, this... I 
don't know what he does in his time. I don't know if he's a bad person. Me neither. No idea. We actually have no evidence to that except for the music. And in general, I think it's unfair to read into people's art as a total sure. reflection of their personal lives. But like on this one, like my little emoji siren is is twirling around. Well, you know, Bella Hadid also was warning. Yeah, was was warning Selena Gomez about him. So this is an interesting squad split, right? I can't believe I just said that. Please, 2017 is horrible. (laughs) Uh, I take it all back. Um, She actually was blaming Selena, was what happened. He told The Weeknd that Selena was using him. Oh, well, I mean, that's just, that's bad form. Don't don't get in, even, even via your representatives, don't get involved. But, um... Yeah, and it's funny, like, this this incident can't really be referenced without mentioning that both Bella Hadid and Selena Gomez are friends of Taylor Swift. Right, which this, is... The Taylor Swift um, squad is actually really back right now, and I'm not sure if I've told you this, but I really like I Don't Want to Live Forever by Zayn and Taylor Swift. You have... You mentioned that on the Golden Globes podcast. You are taking opportunities to... I like that you are staking that public claim. I really like that song a lot. That's, that's great. I listen to it in my car. But that is Taylor Swift, who is Taylor, Zane, boyfriend of Gigi Hadid, mm-hmm. and then written, produced by Jack Antonoff, who is Lena Dunham's partner. So that is another like squad song. So like, even though Taylor's not back, the squad is like kind of everywhere right now. That's true. Yeah, no, you're right. Which is interesting that Selena, a longtime Taylor Swift fan, has she chosen was the to... original friend of Taylor. Yeah, that's true. Other than the the girl in the song who who turned like 15 or whatever. Meredith, Brittany, what's the name of, of Taylor's There's like song? an Ashley somewhere in there too. Meredith's a cat. Oh, Meredith's right. one of the cats. <laughs> what are her noted friends? Like, it's, it's like an A name that's not Amanda You're or right. something. You're right. Anyway, um, back to Selena on the okay, weekend. So yeah, so this is not a great choice. That said, what do we know about Selena and the weekend. We know that they were photographed making out behind a dumpster. Which again, okay, let's They're smelly. Yeah, let's talk about those choices, but okay. We they were making out behind a dumpster at That's Giorgio Baldi, which is like a fancy LA restaurant. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yes, they probably and like, Rihanna goes there often. Yeah, they're probably waiting for their car in the back or something, and then we're making out behind a dumpster. So I have to say, if you're going to Giorgio Baldi together, you know you're going to get yeah, photographed. Exactly. So it was purposeful. Okay, it's like going to Runyon Canyon to exercise. It's true, very similar. Um, anyway, still. What we know is that they went to Giorgio Baldi together. That's pretty much all we know. So I would like to introduce like the other major power couple of 2017. Okay, please do. Drake and JLo. Supposed couple. Supposed couple, right? So they have been spotted. They had dinner last night at Catch in West Hollywood. Are you that's, familiar with it? Yeah, that's another spot right now. That's okay. like a place to like get photographed. Okay. The spots right now are Catch, Great. Del- Delilah, okay. which is I think where Jimmy Fallon had his Globes yes, after party. That sounds familiar. Um... You're doing a great Stefan impression right now. I love it. <laughs> if you want to be photographed in Los Angeles, go to one of these places. Catch, Delilah. I think Nightingale's like kind of in there, and I know that because that's where Kate Beckinsale and Chandler, Kate Beckinsale and Chandler Parsons were making out on New Year's Eve. Oh, wow. He had quite a week while we were on our jam session hiatus at Celebrity Week. That was, was that also the Kendall Jenner week? Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, those are, like the, those are like kind of like the hot spots right now to okay. be photographed. Yeah. So we know that they went to a hot spot to be photographed. There was an Instagram of them cuddling. Yes. It was on Drake's Instagram. Uh, we know that Jennifer Lopez was in Las Vegas. When he was performing. On New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, so now, how much do you think Drake gets 
paid to perform in Vegas on New Year's Eve? 250000 Okay. I was going to say half a million. If I were Drake, I would demand half a million. Yeah, I mean... But as you know, I believe in, like, asking for what you're worth sure. in the celebrity I mean, and TMZ space. I guess in Vegas, they can just, like, jack up prices for tickets, because yeah. people do that. Because, like, they... The people who do residencies make an absurd amount of money. Britney Spears makes $50 million a year from her residency. For four days a week, she has to work. I really don't even. Do you know that J Lo's doing a mini residency in Vegas in yeah. February? Yeah, I so. I mean, if I was like that level of artist, I would do it too. The Backstreet Boys are doing one. Yeah, it's I true. plan to go to it. I can't wait. I want to see Shania sing to a horse. Yeah, that'd be great too. I, I also would like to go to the Celine one. They, I mean, they pretty much all sound good to me. J Lo's the one I'm least interested in, actually. She's a, quite a performer, though. I guess I don't like her music that much. Okay. Anyway, 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 New Year's so Eve, they're, th- th- they're in the same city. Yeah, there's probably one or two more kind of documented. Um, he also, I think, had like an Instagram like calling her hot or something like that. Yeah, and I think that there there was like a video clip of them dancing to their new song, which is what made people think that it was possibly like right. a promotional relationship. But anyway, it's definitely been enough that people wanted to o- overdrive and are like, J-Lo and Drake are dating and Rihanna unfollowed J-Lo and like... Are they getting serious and right. like houses that Drake and JLo come by? Okay. Here here's what I want to talk about with both of these things. Okay. Which is that I think that we, as a community of people who pay attention to celebrities, sure. need to be a lot more exact in the language that we use to describe celebrity relationships. Um, I I what to you is the ultimate proof that the relationship is like real. Like there are feelings and there's like a commitment and like a we will be together when there are not cameras around. Like, what's the number one sign to you? That's a great question. Weirdly, it's that they will willingly make a public appearance together. Mm-hmm. Like, when you when they walk the red carpet together, that's kind of a formal declaration like of... Like Jenny Slade and Chris Evans last year yes, in her it's movie. Like we are together, and yeah. we are presenting this as a couple, and we are aware that the scrutiny is going to, like, be upon us. But mm-hmm. that's, like, here we are. Right. And you only go through that if you're willing to deal with... If it's worth it. Yeah. If the scrutiny is worth it. Or I guess if your publicists have like arranged it for mutually beneficial... Right. Whatever. It's almost like the official, the official nature of a step and repeat is like confirmed, yeah. confirms I think, it. I think I'm not even really trying to litigate feelings here. Juliet, if we could... Uh, I know that Jam Session stays PG-13 most of the time, but here's what I'm trying to distinguish okay. from, which is like people dating people and attractive people fucking, yeah. which is like definitely, I'm sure that Drake and J-Lo have I had don't... a really nice time and they should. They are two rich, attractive people. I am sure that Selena and The Weeknd, like I hope it didn't happen behind a dumpster, but like I'm sure that there's something going on there. Are they dating? Are they in no. a relationship? No. It's 2017. Like we need to use language that reflects the times and the way that people are intermingling in romantic or sexual ways. I just want to say, I actually don't believe that J-Lo and Drake have even fucked. Really? No. I oh, don't. I definitely think that that's like, why wouldn't they? What I don't could know. possibly stand in their way? I think she probably has like some other secret relationships we don't know about. I think she's got a lot of secret shit happening. Behind. Yeah, I'm sure she does too, but like, why couldn't it include like a the, few nice times with Drake? Maybe. The dark the dark web, you probably got caught wind of this, suggests that, this is unconfirmed, that J-Lo and Mark Anthony slept together and that's why he's getting divorced. Wow. Yes. That's oh, what, that's, that's exciting. That's what I'm reading on the dark internet of Listen, rumors. Listen. 
J-Lo can and should have it all is kind of where sure. I am. I like her. I mean, who who hasn't seen Out of Sight and been like, yeah, J-Lo, love that woman. Yeah. I, or my personal favorite, The Wedding Planner, which in retrospect is so problematic <laughs> and offensive, it's hard to rep for it. But I still like to watch it in secret in my own home. <laughs> but there's so many things wrong with it. It's like insane. That's a really tough one. Yeah. It's really tough. But it's like probably the best rom-com in the state of in the state of California, other than Jerry Maguire, it's like up there. Wow, it's, I have never actually thought about. I guess I've thought about rom com locations with respect to You've Got Mail in New York, and well, so the Nora Ephron ones are so like they are rooted in place, but like everyone else, that you know, it's just there's not a lot of good ones in California, uh, in my opinion. Wow, I guess all my favorite rom coms are set New in New York, York and London. Oh yeah, in London too. There's a couple good ones, obviously. Notting, I mean, Notting Hill's an all PSA, Bridget Jones' Diary, back on Netflix, the original. Oh, it is? Yeah. My parents watched Bridget Jones' Baby recently. Oh, yeah. And they it? both loved it. Yeah, great. And they've been listening to like the soundtrack ever since. It made me really happy. <laughs> we had a great time. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. Back to... Here's the thing. Everyone now loses their mind. This happened with Drake and Taylor Swift. Drake yeah. and Taylor Swift were like in a booth, and suddenly people are being like, do you think... Like, if they get married, X, Y, Z. People got to calm down. I know. Like, the tabloids have to calm down. We have to calm down. Like, it's it's cool. It's exciting that these people are having sex. Let's just be excited about the fact that they're having sex. Like, oh, that's interesting. And now they'll move on to the next one. Sure. But, like, everyone needs to cool it. Right. And, and to be specific and to not freak out that everyone is suddenly getting married all the time. It's really weirdly retro. Yeah, it's really retro. That's a great point. Also, like, why um, give them the free publicity for, like, just hooking up? Like, I don't know. That is also true because it's it's working. Like, in both these cases, we would not talk about, we definitely would not talk about The weekend or Selena Gomez were they not seen together. So it's sort of like, why be their pawns? Like, I don't know. Why accept that role? I completely agree with that because I, I do think they've all figured out that being in a famous couple is like the best way to get publicity and extra attention. Yeah. I mean, think about how much of our time is spent on like so all much. anybody wants to talk about is who's sleeping with who. Like sure. in any field, in any, any level of fame. Yeah. Like in any industry, really. Sure. Um that's like why also like why people like going to conferences, because then like first of all, great opportunity for like a random hookup. So then even better, talking about them for like weeks and like even years after like, oh remember that one conference where like there's a lot of movies based around this premise and like yeah, TV that's shows. True. Also just I you know what I miss the most about having I've been in LA for a year now. Yeah. And I really miss like that third tier gossip of just being like, oh did you hear that so and so and so like random like, people. I don't have that anymore. I really miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get you some third tier friends. Oh, no. <laughs> Not first tier, only third tier. Not even third tier friends, just like people like kind of know. Right. Like third tier Where LinkedIn it's like interesting. Oh, they're sleeping together? Cool, that's interesting. Yeah. That's um, a good one. Yeah, so anyway, the celebrities know that we're interested in this and they're playing us. Yeah, they are. But you have to, we need to be better about how we reward our, we award our attention. Here's my thing about Drake. Yeah. Drake sleeps with strippers. Like that's kind of like what mm-hmm. he's what he's who he's interested in. That's okay, cool. Go mm-hmm. go for it. But like most of the other relationships are staged. Like even the Rihanna one, I think is like there's. I'm sure they've. I'm sure they fucked. But like I don't think it's as um, quaint as many people make it out to be. Yeah, that's a great point. There's a great very early ringer, ringer article called um, 
has Drake ever really had a girlfriend (laughs) by Lindsay's Holheads, in which Lindsay makes the case that he's never actually been in a real relationship, which I believe it. I do too. I wonder if he's ever actually been like in real love, which is a different conversation, and I'm not trying to regulate that. And we may never know, but based on I'm gonna go with yes. At least he thinks he was. He thinks he has, which is different than having been in love. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Deep thoughts. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just think, I'm just thinking about it. It's inter- it's interesting. Drake is just an onion. There's so many liars to him. It's so true. I could. I, I'm looking forward to his new record. I am too. Mostly because eh, on the last. You know what though? I was listening to work on my run. I've been listening to Anti a lot. I've been listening to Higher. Yeah, I love Higher. I mean, obviously, Love on the Brand is amazing. I but really every Drake Rihanna song is just kind of where I want to be. They're great. They're really yeah. really good. Too good is good too. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Anyway. So here's my goal for 2017. Great. Jam session resolution. Great. Jam session resolution. We and the community around jam session are going to be more exact in how we talk about celebrity relationships. I support that wholeheartedly. We're, we're going to DTR everything for real. That'd be, that's actually a good segment for us. Maybe we'll start it next week. A DTR. <laughs> a DTR. And we'll, just, we'll take a random rumor relationship and explain what's really happening. I okay. think we should start doing that. Okay. That's DTR great. of the week. Great. I'll look forward to it. All right. Okay. Uh, moving on to some real couples. Let's talk about who got engaged. Oh, wow. The engagement uh, section. Um, we'll start with the more minor one to everyone but me. Big news in the Mara universe. I'm obsessed with the Mara family. <laughs> Kate Mara and Jamie Bell are engaged. And Kate Mara faved one of my tweets about Jamie Bell. So that was really exciting she for did. me. So we know it's, I feel like that I was know the confirmation that I know it's, it's actually true. happening. So she tweeted, like, Bell is the best, and her family not only owns the Giants, but they also own the new, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, and she was clearly watching the Steelers game last weekend, mm-hmm. as I'm sure you were, Amanda. And I actually was, and I was really mad about it. <laughs> I watched the Packers-Cowboys game, and I was like, wow, football is exciting, and Aaron Rodgers is a stud. Yeah. Uh, and then the other game was still on, and it, it was like 9-12, and I was like, I hate you. This is boring, yeah. yeah. So anyway, Kate Mara was watching her family's team, and she was like, Bell is the best, and I quoted it and responded. I And I it was like, Jamie or Le- Le'Veon, and she faved it. And um, I'm really sorry that I just shared a story about my own Twitter, <laughs> but it was so exciting that I just needed to get it out there. And that's how we no, it's real. Kate and Jamie are for real. The only thing is, Jamie only tweets about the Giants. He has no Steelers pride, so I just wonder if that's going to be a problem in their relationship. Well, he did also just learn about the Giants like last year. He just year, learned right? that American football is different. So I feel like he did the Giants first, and then he can move on to the Steelers, you know? Yeah. He's early in the thing. I actually I uh, once interviewed Kate Mara, uh-huh. and I asked her, like, you can only have one. Sure. Steelers or Giants. And she was like, well, you know, that would never actually happen in the Super Bowl, so I'm fine. That's true. Um, actually, that could happen. It Could it? I don't really know. Yeah. NFC versus AFC. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I swear that's what she told me, though. I'm not a sports reporter. <laughs> anyway, she she told me that they were equally important to her, so maybe they just started with Giants and then well, moved on to Steelers. Rooney Mara's name is not actually... Like, her first name is not Rooney. The family... The Steelers ownership family is the Rooney's. Right. So, like, I, I was wondering if Kate is, the, is like, the Token Giants fan and Rooney is the Steelers fan. Oh, interesting. That's always been my working theory based on nothing but Rooney's name that she okay. chooses to go you by. You think Rooney Mara is, like, really into... I think Rooney Mara is definitely, like, 
has opinions that like might change, but while she holds them, they are like extremely serious. Oh yeah, that's a quick DTR. Oh Joaquin my God. Phoenix and Rooney Mara, yes or no? Yes, I'm okay. going yes on that one. All right. By the way, her first name is Patricia, so that's why she probably chose Rooney. <laughs> Can you imagine if she was Patty Mara? I, I, listen, I actually think Patty's a lovely name, and so Me is too. Patricia. It's just, just really not different. Rooney Mara's like general aesthetic. It'd be so different if she was like yeah. Trish. It's just mm. so different. Mm-hmm. It's wow. really funny to think about. God, there's so much <laughs> happening in this space. I know. Um, I definitely. I don't believe Joaquin Phoenix does anything half half heartedly. Is my take on, on walk, yeah, as I Miles Teller calls it. That's true, for uh, better or worse, probably. Um, anyway, Kate and Jamie Bell are engaged. And Congratulations. I'm just, I'm just so excited. If yeah. They're kind of like more like the Kennedys, the Mara family, than the Kennedys are themselves at this point. So I'm just like excited about it. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, they're just really rich. They've got kind of like a pure public image. They're like sort yeah. of artsy. No one's, no one's running for office yet, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens in the future. <laughs> Um, next engagement, Kirsten Jensen and Jesse Plemons. That's an exciting one. I'm thrilled for that. First of all, I love the television show Fargo, so that's great news for Fargo. It's Although, neither will probably be back on the show. That's fine. Yeah, but they had a great run season two. She's really had an incredibly impressive career. She's a legend. Also, she, you know, she's also spiritually important to us as well as uh, being an amazing actress. I just, honestly, I cannot think about her without thinking about the drinking wine with Jake Gyllenhaal and eating salad <laughs> with Jake Gyllenhaal photos circa 2004. I will bring it up forever. She's just, a, I mean, think about everything she's been through, like from Interview to the, the Vampire to, I mean, ER, which is my personal favorite of hers, where she Marie was Charlie, Charlie, Marie Transnet, the Jake Gyllenhaal years. Oh my God. Garrett, the Garrett Hedlund years. I forgot about the Garrett Hedlund years. And now she's like, did. now she's like back acting. Like she's like a, like, respected actress again she's good in hidden figures she's a she's a mean lady have you watched that yet i did i saw it absolutely delightful delightful right well just what a fantastic time here's what i have to say about hidden figures i mean every single person every single performance in that movie is excellent somehow also i had missed the fact that mahershala ali yeah. is like just the dreamboat in yeah. it which i mean he's the dreamboat in everything but i was just like oh you're here i know this is great um as you know, I love the film Apollo 13. Actually, do you know that? No, I didn't. I love the film Apollo 13. It's I've very nerve wracking. Um, yeah, but so what I would say is any film that centers around the drama of like, will the heat shield hold? Yeah. Is like great by me. <laughs> Highest form of drama. I'm you, here. You accept it. I yeah. accept. Um, all the clothes and hidden figures were amazing. Yeah, fantastic. Kind of except for Kirsten Dunst. She sort of got like, I thought, lamer like workwear. As she should. Yeah. I mean, her character deserves it. She's playing a, a terrible racist white ladies. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, she does it well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. She, is, she is good in it. Yeah, she has a little she bit of redemption at the end. But yeah, it's like it's like a really good movie and it's like cool that she's in it. I yeah. don't know. I feel like you're I feel like that movie has such a good cast with so many talented people that like if you I basically think if you get to be acting alongside Octavia Spencer and Taraji P. Henson, particularly Taraji, like, you're lucky. Like, you should just say thank yes. you. I agree with that. So, like, you know, I'm happy for Kirsten Dunst. She got to be a part of it. That's true. I hope it ha- that movie has a good Oscar run and we get more Dunst and Plemons. We, we need the red carpet photos now. I wonder. Yeah, I guess they will walk the red carpet now because yeah, they're the going through it together. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled for them. Me too. Could, did, were you really into Friday Night Lights when it was on? Of course. I I caught up like a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I like it. But like, I remember people just like loving Landry. Did you love him at the time? 
I mean, I, I liked Riggins. So, pro- oh, of course. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's the problem with Landry is he got this, the shitty season two uh, storyline yeah. with the murder or whatever, but he or homicide, I suppose. But um, I just feel like I could never have predicted this Plemons takeoff. It's pretty amazing. It's Friday great. Night Lights, Breaking Bad, and Fargo. And isn't he in some like movies that people like? Yeah, I assume so. I can't really remember. He's just like in. The, he's like both really like mainstream popular and like in the hipster circuit, which is hard to do. Congrats to them. I know that's great. It's a great couple. Love is alive in 2017. And then finally, yes. Wait, before we get to that, finally, yes. Let's talk about our sponsor. Okay. Today's episode of Jam Sessions brought to you by Hint Water. You know you should drink eight glasses of water a day, but really, who does? Water is boring, and that's why you should try Hint Water. Hint Water was started by Kara Golden a few years ago after having her fourth child. That's a lot of kids. She was overweight, had terrible acne, and overall felt awful. She was drinking 10 diet sodas a day instead of drinking water because, like we said, water is boring. But what other options are there? Juice is full of calories, and the no-calorie drinks are just garbage. So she started Hint Water. Hint is pure water infused with the taste of fresh fruit. They have flavors to suit any palate. Watermelon, peach, mango grapefruit, many more. I think I had a pair. I really liked the watermelon and the peach. Those were my faves so far. Um, They have no sugar, no chemicals, just great tasting, all natural fruit flavored water. Plus, you don't have to carry cases of water back from the store. You can have it delivered right to your doorstep. And right now, new customers get a single variety pack shipped directly to your door, including three bottles each of Hint's four most popular flavors, pineapple, watermelon, crisp apple, and blackberry. Normally $24 for only $15 at drinkhint.com slash jam. That's drinkhint.com slash jam. Drinkhint.com slash jam. And don't forget the code jam as well. J-A-M. Juliet and Amanda. That's us. Okay. You you were about to, on the tip of your tongue, you had one more couple to, to address. Yes. So we have one more in in the engagement section. Yes. <laughs> what a year we're having. I know. Although I, I think this was technically the end of 2016. Serena Williams. Oh my goodness. Yes. We have not been able to talk about this. No. So like, here's what I want to say. Okay. I love Serena Williams. I, I she just like is means the world to me. I just want her to be happy. She She's wants badass. to. She wants to marry the Reddit guy. That's great. Like yeah. I let's call him Alexis. That's his Alexis. Name. Okay. I wish her nothing but happiness, and I support her decisions. That said, I, I don't even know anything saying that said. Could you share with us how we learned about Serena's engagement? Do I'd you love remember? To. Yeah. Yes. Um, she posted a photo. Yeah. To the website Reddit. Not just a photo. Also a poem. And a poem. I forgot. She posted a poem (laughs) about her engagement. And by all accounts, it sounds like an amazing engagement story, which is that they apparently met in Rome. Mm -hmm. I think they only met last year like while she was playing in the Rome Open. Um, And he surprised her, flew her back to the same restaurant and the same table where they first met and proposed. It's really sweet. You know what? If if you've got the funds to do that, it's great. Amazing. I love Rome. Great city. Rome is a fantastic city. Yeah. <laughs> so that's lovely for I them. I actually love a surprise engagement as long as it does not, as it does not involve a, a crowd, crowd component. Yeah. As you know. <laughs> um, yeah, it sounds great. I think that I just want more for Serena than writing a poem about her engagement on Reddit. On your boyfriend's platform that he likes. Yeah. Like, like in some way he's making money off of that poem by like her using the platform. 
Yeah, I just also I don't. I, it just like, feels very basic, and she's the opposite totally, of basic. 100%. She's like could not be less basic. She's a trailblazer. 100%. She's one of a kind. We'll probably never see a female athlete like her again. Yeah. She is like the definition of a winner. She's yes. cool as shit. Yes. Like there's just like there's what bad can you say about Serena Williams without like even if you could like raise raise a like some kind of critique, there's like definitely a counterpoint. Like well, there's no uh, there's no unqualified criticism of her, and. I agree with you, and as so, you know. It's just like you expect a little bit more from like a pillar of, of celebrity culture and of sports. Yes, she's it's probably the great, she's like she is the greatest female athlete of all time and like a top ten athlete ever. Period. I completely agree. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing. So that said, today or I guess yesterday, because I don't understand how time zones work, she was asked at the Australian Open after her first match. Mm-hmm. Some like really gross, like, oh my god, are you so excited about your engagement? Does it mean change what it means to be like a person for you? And she was just basically like, it's nice. I haven't thought about it. I'm just trying to win. Love like, it. I'm doing this afterwards. <laughs> and he was shown on TV, and the Chiron with his name said like Alexis Ohanian, and then his d- description was S. Williams' fiance. Amazing. Yeah, just incredible. I love it. It's I'm, r- I'm really happy for her. Also, she was wearing Nikes for the um, engagement, so always on brand. <laughs> She's very dutiful with her brand she loyalty. Is. She is. Which I support. She's a businesswoman, too. You know? So congrats to them. Yeah. I like. I wonder what kind of wedding they'll have. Probably be ridiculous. I hope it's not Sean Parker style, where like he had that crazy Lord of the Rings wedding. Yeah. You just never know tech guys. You know? They got, some, they got some, some delusions of grandeur. I trust Serena. Do you? Mm. I don't know. My, actually, my, my one critique of her is, with, is of her style. I actually don't usually love her style. I like I like her um, pre, her post conference looks very often, but I don't like a lot of her sort of like high minded high minded fashion. Which I'm sorry if that's you know she wrong. takes risks. She does, and it's, sometimes they they don't work, and sometimes they do. That's true. See, you can't. There's no unqualified critique. That's true. Well, we we can shout out to them. Congrats to them. Um, next topic. I think that concludes engagements. Concludes engagements for now. Yeah. It's, but but young in 2017. It's not even the third week of January. It's really early. Yeah. It feels like it's been a lot longer. New Year's Eve feels like so long ago. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, and you know who now feels like they've been together forever, but they have not? Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle met Kate Middleton and Princess Charlotte. That's a really big deal. This is so real. It's pretty cool. It's great. So I have a question for you. Yes. Now that I've watched The Crown. Yes. Um, will Harry be allowed to marry a divorced woman? Yes. That is totally gone. I, the The most unfair thing about that whole Princess Margaret story in The Crown, which I'll give the two-second version, if you're in the 50s, if you're a member of the royal family, you weren't allowed to marry a divorced person because, like, the church had rules. Basically why Edward stood, stood yes. abdicated. Yes. And, and, then, and then, though, the Camilla Parker Bowles thing was, like, a big deal. Exactly. Um, that was true in the 50s, and it was totally expired by the 90s because every single person in the royal family got divorced. Right. And it's just, like, including sec- Princess culture. Margaret right. got divorced from her husband who died last week, actually, Lord Snowden. Um, no relation to... to no, <laughs> Edward. Yes. I almost called so, him Edward. Edward. Ed, I almost called him Eric. Then um, Evan, but his name is Edward. Yeah. So Prince Charles is now married to Camilla Parker Bowles, who's yeah. a divorcee, so it doesn't matter, right? Um, but he did get married after Diana died, right? Yeah, I think. And yeah, they were still married when, right? Oh no, they were divorced. They were divorced, but it was very recent. I think he got married like almost ten years later, right? Yeah. So that that's that's on the table. That's really exciting. 
Elsa Suits comes back on January 26th. So <laughs> great, great timing for her show. I'm <laughs> really into it. And it is like a new phase of the show. Like um, Gina Torres, who uh, was seen very briefly on Westworld and mm-hmm. was one of the leads on Suits, left the show. And so she, uh, it's sort of like a new chapter now because she's out. So Meghan Markle is now like the kind of like, not she used to be one of three lead women. Now she's like one of two. She's the co-female lead. I bet I bet she'll get more airtime than Sarah Rafferty, who plays Donna, the redhead. So she's coming up in the world. I'm very excited. I'm excited just, too. You know, we'll Charlotte's keep... pretty cute. Pretty cute. They're both cute. Yeah. Do you know that I I predicted Charlotte's name? Perfectly. Do you know that I predicted George's name? Oh my God, we're great. <laughs> we're so good at this. Like we found each other. Yeah, I took a screenshot of it to prove that I I had the idea. That one was harder. That's pretty good. The the boy you could just like pick King's names and it was sure. fine. Yeah, sure. I just I you know I just thought future King, current Queen, dead dead mother. So <laughs> in that order. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, we're introducing a new segment, mm-hmm. and um, this will be fun because we have not told each other our answers beforehand. Exciting. And the name of the segment is "Still Not Over It," and yes. one it's one celebrity moment we've not previously discussed, or maybe in the future it'll be one we just need to come back to, mm-hmm. and we will um, relive the horror or the joy, depending on what it is. Would you like to go first, or shall I? I'll go first. Okay. If that's, I don't know, since you just threw it to me. Um, Okay. I'm still not over it. This is so predictable. Ryan Gosling. Oh, God. Okay. But (laughs) hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I knew that. Whatever. Okay. I have a new entry into kind of this whole thing. I can't wait. uh, I believe last Friday or last week on the Graham Norton show. Yeah. I love that show. It's a great show. And the reason it's a great show is because they do things like this. On one night, on one couch, they had Ben Affleck, Sienna Miller, Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling. Amazing. Which is like just a study in how to be a movie star right now. And Seriously. Like a study in charisma and bloating and many other things. But um, Ben Affleck looked miserable. <laughs> He's really not enjoying his press tour right now. Sienna Miller looked like Sienna Miller. And then... Emma Stone and Gosling were both so charming. Really? Were it, they? What were they like together? They, they just. It was great. Uh-huh. They were. T- I gotta check this out. They were telling this story about doing Dirty Dancing on mm. um, the the lift on, on Today our, Show and then Crazy Stupid Love and Crazy Stupid Love and how it didn't go well. So, but you know the rhythm they have down pat, and then they showed a video of Ryan Gosling on Star Trek and the way that he Amazing. reacted. It's just um, he is a very singular. Uh, presence. He really is. I I was rewatching some clips from Moonlight. I, I mean, for, excuse me, from La La Land, <laughs> opposite, um, yeah. opposite of Moonlight, and uh, he just has like great rhythm. And he sort of, he's like he's not a classical like great dancer, but he just has the way he moves is just like pretty incredible. He has a physical presence as well as an emotional presence. Um, on the topic of uh, Graham Norton, yes, I, just like referencing my own social media twice in one episode, but it's great. <laughs> Um, I once, like, he does have great combinations. And one time on Octo- in October 2013, he had James Corden, way pre-American fame, James Corden, Katy Perry, Paul McCartney, Chris Hemsworth, and Natalie Portman, all on one couch. That's incredible. Yeah. It, he really has, like, some Wow, look at that photo. Amazing. <laughs> I, I Instagrammed it. That's so why I was able to remember it. He has some, and, and like, just great, I guess uh, some great combinations. I guess that's two from Live By Night and two from yeah. La Land. Have you seen Live By Night? Not yet. It's supposed to be good. No, mm, but okay. I, it's, I'm gonna have a great time. The other thing is about Gosling is that his speech um, was just incredible. The Golden Globes. I have thought a lot about it. Yeah, it was really good. 
it was just like really beautiful and I don't know and like kind of like it didn't really seem that planned like it seemed like he had probably decided like roughly what he would say if he won yeah. but it wasn't like word for word which was really sweet it was from the heart yeah for sure um that leads into my still not over it yes tom hiddleston just really not over <laughs> it just not not over it he gave the most toned off speech of the golden globes about how people in south sudan are watching the night manager and how meaningful it is to him um just a really tough look for him. The only thing is, it clearly wasn't malicious. And the next day, he apologized, yeah. which I, I really commend him for. Doing the public apology is tough to do and like hit the right note. But I feel like he kind of saved himself a little bit with that. And now he's like definitely on some kind of redemption tour because um, there was like a page six story that had pictures of him with like a mysterious brunette and turned yeah. out to be a journalist, Taffney Ackner. Yeah. Brosser? Yeah. Did you say her name? Taffy Brodesser Ackner. Oh, right. Um, and. Uh, I just feel like he's really like trying to overhaul his image. He must have, I don't know, the Taylor yeah. thing. I think Talk the, about DTR, yeah. Taylor and Tom, never a thing, and he must really be feeling the after effects of it. I think the Taylor and then the speech at the Golden Globes, we said this a bit after the night of, and Chris Ryan especially was like, really, guys? But yeah. I, I think he's done. I certainly don't think that he will be James Bond anymore. I don't anymore. think so either. I think that he'll... The way that I know this is because, like, you, my father, is still not over this speech yeah. and sent me an email the other day uh, about how Tom Hiddleston absolutely should not be Bond and it should be Tom Hardy instead. Oh, man. Yeah, Tom Hardy's, like, kind of having a moment right now. I don't know about that I haven't show. watched Taboo yet. It's, ooh, it's I've really heard mixed things, but I don't know. I'm going to give it a shot. Men Have like you tried it. Fleabag yet? I did. Did you like it? I don't want to be the one person who's like, I don't know. I think it's overrated. I liked it, but I... I haven't gotten through it yet. I only did the first two episodes, and I'm told that it kind of comes together. So I need to... I, I will I will persevere. Um, I've been, like, trying to find, like, some new shows. It's not going great. Um, I would not recommend Victoria. <laughs> that's kind of all I got for you. Okay, good to I'm know. I'm enjoying it, but nah, that's it. That's it. Good to know. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back pretty regularly going we forward. Will.